This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome back, my Five for Fruit family. I know, I know. I haven't been posting episodes the last few weeks, probably in about a month. But it's a new year. I got new background music. I feel rested, reinvigorated, and I'm ready to get back to podcasting on a regular basis. I know I'm not as consistent as my fellow brothers in the Society of Reformed Podcasters, but I am glad to be back podcasting for you. I'm glad to get back to our previous conversation, Pfeiffer Fruits Covenant Theology series called Our Covenant God. Now, before Christmas, I talked about the covenant of redemption. That is the pre-creation covenant between the members of the Trinity to save a people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. The covenant of redemption is what election, it is what predestination and our salvation as believers in Jesus Christ is rooted in. It is what the history of redemption is rooted in. But today I want to talk about the next covenant in covenant theology, and that is the covenant of works. Now it's often called the covenant of life or the covenant of creation, but the covenant of works is the name which has held and is most well known. So I going to use that. Now, the covenant of works is the pre-fall agreement between God and Adam, Adam as a representative for all of humanity, in which Adam was promised blessing and life upon obedience to the terms of the covenant and cursing and death on disobedience to the terms of the covenant. So within covenant theology, we need to understand that Adam in this covenant functions as our covenant head. He is humanity's representative. And if you don't understand what covenant we're talking about pre-fall, we're talking about those duties and jobs and responsibilities that God gave to Adam. Guard the garden, protect the garden, manage the garden. But then he also gave a prohibition. And in Genesis 2, he said this, you may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. Now, Reformed theologians have said this covenant functions in in this way. If Adam keeps the covenant of works and passes through the probationary period, then he would enter into a consummated state of life, a, a, a consummated state of glory. That is, he would come from a place of being able to sin and being able not to sin to enter into being able not to sin. But if he were to break the covenant of works and not pass the probationary period, he would plunge all of humanity and himself into a condition of fallenness, a condition of brokenness, a condition which the doctrines of grace call total depravity or T for the tulip, total depravity. Covenant of works and an understanding of Adam as our covenant head is absolutely necessary in order for us to understand the condition of humanity post-fall. The reason why ULIP is necessary is because of T. It is because of total depravity. It is because our condition has transitioned into naturally being inclined to hate God and to hate our neighbor. So we need... 
a new covenant head to come. We need a second Adam to come in and to bring salvation for us by keeping the covenant of works perfectly as Adam was unable to do. And by keeping the covenant of works perfectly as our new representative, entering in entering us into a new state of humanity, a state of humanity in which we enter into that consummated life that Adam was promised but did not receive because his breaking of the covenant of works. That is covenant of works. And this is five for fruit. Until next week, may you bear much fruit to the glory of God. Five for fruit is a proud member of the society of reformed podcasters. Check out more members of the society at reformedpodcasts.com. Subscribe, rate, and review Five for Fruit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Like the podcast Facebook page to keep up with the latest Five for Fruit news. And visit the website fiveforfruit.com to listen to past episodes and to read articles. Until next time, this is Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.